0: The problem with automated marketing is that, well, it feels automated. There's a not-quite-human sound to the way those emails and chatbots respond to questions from real customers. Your challenge is to humanize your automated marketing to make those communications sound like they come from you. Curious? You'll need to listen to today's program. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox from Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. A few weeks ago, we talked about marketing automation in theory, but now it's time to get into the nitty-gritty to really look at how you can create Personal campaigns that really bring people to you. And I can't think of a better person to talk to about this topic than Ellen McDowell. Ellen is the founder of Ellen McDowell, your social butterfly. She's a certified keep partner, certified constant contact solution provider. She is a member of the La Capital Chapter A. Dwa, a certified professional speaker, and a proud chapter leader in Baton Rouge for the Women's Prosperity Network. She speaks regionally to small business owners and entrepreneurs on best practices for incorporating email and social media marketing. Oh, and she's an oniophile and an avid LSU superfan.
1: And okay, I'll give her the go Tigers. Ellen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Lorraine. I am happy to be here. And, you know, at the time of this recording, we are very happy at LSU because we had the first and the last in the draft picks this year. Okay. So
0: not being a football fan, I'm going to go, wow, that's really great. <laughs> but I'm, I'm excited for you. And I hope that LSU has a good season when the season does start.
1: Me too. We are hoping that we at least have a season this year.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely. So let's talk about marketing automation, because I think one of the big challenges as businesses try to use the tool is it is an automated tool, but how do you make it feel less automated?
1: Lorraine, the, the key is to make sure that you are speaking authentically, using your, the language that you normally would use. Make it sound like you. Don't rely on the templates that your tools are providing. I work with Keep, I work with Minichat, uh, both of them are automated responses, but trying to, to make sure that you still sound like, like, that I still sound like Ellen, whether it's something that I've typed out and used in my automation sequences or for a client to make sure it sounds like that client and not Ellen and not like the standard template that comes in. So using those words that you know that you use day to day and incorporating those into your automation, I think is key.
0: Do you have a process
1: that you can recommend to business owners
0: to help them capture some of those typical key phrases or a way of reading their
1: content to be sure it sounds like them? You hit the nail on the head when you mentioned reading something over. When you finish writing out all of your content, Read it out to yourself. Read it out to somebody and making sure that it sounds like you. And going back to the beginning, before you even start the process, figure out who you want to talk to, really envisioning that person.
0: Really, if you want to personalize your campaigns, you need to get personal. You need to, as you said, imagine or visualize that one person that you're talking to and almost Hear their questions in your head as you're writing the
1: answers. Exactly. Hear their questions. Imagine that talk back and forth, or even the emails that are going back and forth. You might even have some emails that you have already written to clients that you can go back and pull things out of to where it sounds like things that you are normally saying.
0: And especially when you're thinking about more the chat bots than, than the emails. Odds are, ninety percent of the questions that are going to come in through the chatbot are questions you've been asked before, and you do have a good
1: library of answers. Yes, and that's exactly where to start with developing these plans at the high level. You know, once you've done two or three, they can get pretty complicated and very specific. But to even start with with chatbots and with automation, it can start very simply with your list of frequently asked questions. Maybe even the same questions that you started with if you're writing a blog or starting a podcast, you know, those questions that you want to answer on your first few pieces of content. Awesome.
0: All right, let's switch over from the chatbot side of it, which is, I think, more the frequently asked questions and switch to auto-response campaigns, which are typically used after somebody has taken an action on your website maybe they've downloaded something, maybe they have filled out a contact form. How do you find the balance because that's this is now more a more pre-qualified customer. How do you find the balance between being a little salesy and still keeping it warm and personal and authentic to you and your brand?
1: I know when I go through my own campaigns within the tool that I use the most for the auto campaigns, I always have task reminders that buzz myself to think about whether the next campaign really needs to go. Maybe that stopgap of, oh wait, you know, I forgot to mark something or whatever. To go through the sequences and then have some personalization built in to where you are writing, even some non-automated responses between all the automation. We have the balance mm-hmm. of going out. But the automation needs to be set up because we all get busy and we let times get past. And if we're honest with ourselves, we've forgotten to follow up with somebody and you feel like it's too late to follow up with them. And at least if you have the automation going out, you can keep that going, keep the conversation going.
0: You know, I always use an analogy that automated campaigns, pre-scheduled social media content, is a lot like ground fire in a battle. You got to have the ground fire going to keep the enemy down so your more skilled soldiers can advance with the killing strike. You're not going to win the war with ground fire, but that's what sort of creates that foundation and protection. And so just as you were saying, interspersing between your automated campaigns with those more personal reach outs, if you do the automated campaigns well, Sometimes people don't even realize that
1: message wasn't a unique to them. Exactly. And there are times when I actually tell people, hey, this is bot Ellen or hey, this is real Ellen. <laughs> Again, be, being the authentic self to let people know when they're that they're speaking to the real Ellen or not, mm-hmm. that, that everything is not automated.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. And I think you can have a little bit of fun with that because you do openly acknowledge, hey, sometimes I send you automated information. I sometimes will tell prospective clients, I'm going to send you three emails over the next few days that are going to have links to information that's relevant for our conversation. So after you have a chance to read it, we can have a real conversation. I don't want to overwhelm you, so I'm going to send it every few days. So I set the expectation. They get the content. They know that it's pre-scheduled, but they also appreciate the information. And I think that's the other key is you gotta be delivering value in your automated campaigns.
1: I think value right now is what p- people are hungry for. So yes, delivering the value in your automation as well as then supporting that with, you know, you're non-automated is key. And I tell people, the automation and having things pre-scheduled and pre-sent out can let you, let people know that hey yes you're you're even still open you may be buried in work but you are still around so that automation can let people know that you're still paying attention that you're still in business and that they can find you somewhere
0: absolutely ellen this has been fabulous thank you so much for sharing your information with us
1: You are so welcome. I enjoyed our last content that we did about the one philosophy. And this authenticity really does support that where you want to treat everybody as if they are the one. And you can only do that with authenticity. Absolutely.
0: Ellen, I am going to link to ellenmcdowell.com as well as the two earlier podcasts. So if people enjoyed this conversation, they can go back and look at those too. I
1: enjoyed our conversation, Lorraine, both this time and last. So thank you so much for having me back on. Thank you.
0: If you have enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to look for the earlier episodes where Ellen and I talk about the one philosophy. And look for More Than a Few Words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.